There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. How are you? What's going on? Good. That was a short weekend. Don't you guys feel like very. it? Mm-hmm. It was very, very. busy. Was it but short? Very. It felt a little short to oh. me. When I was in bed this morning, I was like, oh, I felt like oh. it was Sunday. No. Nope. When I spend a lot of time doing laundry, it Ugh. feels long. Oh. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? I we, did a little bit of that short, myself. But short at the same time. We put new bedding on yesterday. Nice. So today, waking up. It was like perfect still, and I was oh, like, nice. I don't want to get out of here. <laughs> yep. We did that, too. We had a, well, because our kid had flu A, so I spent the weekend, you know, washing the sheets, washing the blankets, washing the comforters, mm-hmm. spraying everything with Lysol, mm-hmm. trying to get into the well zone. Yep. No fun. Nope. Oh. We have a lot of other stuff to get you caught up on as well that happened over the weekend. Taylor is banning Travis from one activity and giving him money for clothes. We'll explain. <laughs> we will explain. Also, uh, big news, breaking news on Martha Stewart's panties. We'll get to that. And which big-time rapper still uses a BlackBerry? I didn't even know you could buy Blackberries. Or that they still worked. Right. I was thinking about my BlackBerry today. Somebody else is doing the story that we did on not using rice to dry out your phone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And you put your BlackBerry in and rice? Yeah. I think that was the last time I ever used rice on any phone was when you and I tipped into the river. <laughs> I think I still have a BlackBerry somewhere at my house. I'll have to see if I can find it right. and turn it see off. See if it works, you're right. Yeah. All right, but first, we'll get to all that stuff of the first E! News of the day, but right now, Denise Johnson is standing by here with your latest Q102. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Latest on Travis and Kelsey and we knew it was a matter Travis of time. Yes, Travis and Taylor. Here we go. What did I say, Travis, Travis and Kelsey? Travis and Kelsey, you did... 
this is coming through British tabloids, so maybe, maybe not. Taylor has banned Travis from visiting nudie bars after seeing him wear a T-shirt from the Crazy Horse 3 in Vegas after a game against the Raiders earlier this year. So, done. Mm-hmm. Strip clubs. He's out. He's agreed to this? I don't know. This is just... He was, he's in Vegas right now partying it up. I just saw this. I was I reading. I thought he was in Australia no, with no, her. No, no, no. He left. So he left. If you got da, 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 here's your Travis and Taylor update. No, he left Sydney. He went to one show, flew to Las Vegas, and he is there now partying with Patrick Mahomes, a ton of people from the Chiefs. He's back at the Wynn nightclub with Marshmallow. They partied till like four in the morning. Is there what anyone is in your doing? life who knows to the extent as Fritch, the activities, the comings, and the goings of celebrities like it. she does. <laughs> I, was, I no. was just reading it on Facebook. She six. had the no. whole rundown <laughs> just now. Yeah. You're welcome. Maybe that makes me undateable. <laughs> Might be. Look for that story that coming up a little later. Soon. <laughs> so she also wants him to FaceTime her instead of texting when they're apart because, quote, she secretly wants to see where he is and who he's with. I don't I know don't if it's know. all that secret. I mean, come on. If you're wanting somebody yeah. to FaceTime you, it's because you want to see where they're at and what they're doing, right? She's also changing his look. She supposedly gave him a half a million dollars to step up his wardrobe. I don't believe this. This is what the source is saying. She loves that he likes to take chances with his style choices, but some of his outfits have been suspect. Surprised he, he wasn't like, babe, I got money. I can afford new clothes. I was right. going to say, knowing Why don't you like, just pick out what you like? what you want me to wear right. i don't think that the, i don't know about her dressing him though i feel like he does his, a really good job himself so taylor supposedly isn't trying to change travis she's just helping him evolve to meet his new level of fame is that what she's telling herself yeah that's <laughs> what she's telling herself i don't think though that if if all of this is true I don't see it being any different than any average American woman at that age getting involved in a relationship, especially with a guy who's like Travis Kelsey. I mean, if he's in a relationship, if that's your boyfriend and he's hanging out at clubs till four o'clock in the morning with you know women throwing themselves at him left and right partying, getting wasted, and sloppy drunk like he gets. Yeah. <laughs> As a dude, you know? though, I feel like it's the money part that's a little bit eh. Like that she's every, giving him money I for the dis- clothes? I agree with you that, that every, that's every American yeah. woman, but most probably don't write a check for a lot Unless of money. they have it, yeah. And say, here, <laughs> stop shopping at Old Navy. Yeah, no, what we do is we just we just buy the clothes Yeah, for you him. buy it. That's we what I was go going to say. Ourselves. Maybe she could send him, send him some wardrobe suggestions, you know. <laughs> well, I'm going to offer you the flip side of this. We saw Priscilla, the movie Priscilla, over the weekend. Yeah. And uh, there is a scene in the movie where Elvis uh, takes her, you know, to the finest stores where, like... You know, you try on all these outfits and there's like an audience and, you know, you model the clothes and they bring out different things. And uh, there are a few items there that she really liked. And he was like, "Uh, no, honey, that's not going to work. Yeah, yeah, I don't like you and Brown. I don't think it suits you. He was real particular. He would veto. He's very particular about what she could and could not wear. And, you know, she was 10 years younger than him. Uh, He was a... Type A personality. It was his money and it was going to be his way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've always thought that was just kind of. But he would try to position it. I'm just trying to bring out the best in you, baby. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I like your right. voice. That, like Elvis' voice. Thank Too you very funny. much. 
Yeah, fun Robbie wanted to dress me in those short little schoolgirl skirts. I'll bet he did. That's what he wanted me to How wearing. did they look? They probably looked hot on you. I wore it well. Yeah. For a minute. For sure. Yeah. But then, you know, anytime like, you know, because I can make the other argument too. Like, you know, I've been in relationships. I benefited from relationships. Uh-huh. Where. You got a little help. I, I may have either gotten a little help or there was something about her that brought out a better side of me mm-hmm. that I took with me. Right. <laughs> when you got divorced. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's something you, to be said for that. That is, what did your first wife give you? My first wife uh, helped me with organization. Mm-hmm. She, uh, balancing my finances. You know, I was kind of a mess. I, I didn't really keep track of things. Uh, for me, it doesn't sound like a lot of debt, but I was $6,000 in credit card debt, Mm -hmm. which she was like, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. Like we're not, we're not going to have that kind of debt ever outside of maybe a mortgage or a car payment. That's not acceptable. And I'm going to show you how to budget and Mm -hmm. how to organize things and how we pay bills. And yeah, this was like bill paying 101, where let's say we would get the electric bill. And everything was neatly balanced on the checkbook register. Mm-hmm. And if you made a mistake, you didn't just cross it off. Like you used white out, you let it dry, you yeah. rewrote it. And then you would take the stub, your portion of the electric bill, and you would write down the check number, mm-hmm. wow. the amount and the date you paid it. Wow. And you would put that in the file for the look electric company. And then uh-huh. that way... If there's a problem, you can go back and you can look and say, oh, no, I paid that bill. That was check number 462, and I paid it on this such and such day. And I've done that ever Ever since. since. That's never changed. I mean, obviously, I operate electronically, too, but I've not abandoned that as sort of my, I force myself to. You still write it in a checkbook? Every single penny for bills that I still write checks on, and there are very few of them. Okay. You know, I do that. But if I if I make any kind of withdrawal from my checking account, I still write it down in a check register oh, and wow. make sure that I reconcile what I write down Look to what you. is electronically wow. there. Yeah, I don't it, even know how much money's in my bank account I got right no now. Clue. Oh my <laughs> I got god! Not a clue. Yeah, I mean, no I can idea. get it. I can get it within a hundred dollars. Oh, oh no. my god! Not even no. close. Yeah. No. Like if we so we got paid on Friday, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, when we got paid on Friday and my automatic stuff comes out, I, at this moment, have no idea. I don't know if there's $1,000 in there or 100 I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. That's horrible. Same thing with taxes. Like, in preparing for taxes, you know, I have special files where I keep all the receipts or anything that I'm going to possibly need for taxes mm-hmm. so that I'm able to find them quickly and then total them up quickly, fill out the pro forma quickly. Oh, God, no. no. She. <laughs> oh, no. We're both like, nah, no. No. Nope. <laughs> So it's said, but I needed you. I, I needed it at the time. It yeah. helped How me. Old I were benefited you from when that. You learned I took all of it. that from her. Early twenties. Yeah, oh, yeah, you were that's young. good. Yeah, but I mean, look, we were the same age. What does that say about her too? Well, she had she was all raised. that. Yeah, she was true. raised that way. Oh yeah. You know, we totally. I see so much in my life that I'm like, where'd that come from? Oh yeah, well yeah, that's pretty obvious where that came from. Yeah. Yeah. So even though we couldn't be together, that was something that I took that I'll always be mm-hmm. grateful for because it, it literally changed my life. It sure. changed my whole attitude about money. Yeah. And I, I don't think I would I would have the kind have saved as much money as I've been able to yeah. over the years had she not taught me how to think long term and planning and everything else that yeah. came along with that. Yeah.
in other e news this morning, and we got a bunch. Let's talk about Martha Stewart's panties or lack thereof. She doesn't wear underwear. This from page six this morning. Instead, she wears bathing suits in case she wants to go swimming. Direct quote from Martha Stewart. I don't wear any of that structured stuff. No tight lace. No skims for Martha. Be none of that. Uh, having said that, she says, I love skims. I do love skims. I think they serve a very good purpose. I just don't wear them. I only wear airy bathing suits under my clothes. Hmm. Okay. Look at and that. that is all she said about that. I in I case saw, she shows up somewhere and there's a hot tub party, she's ready to go. That's what she said. I read that. I read that story too, and it said that she um, wants to make sure that she's always ready to go swimming. She said, "You never know when you're gonna get into a pool. Like when <laughs> she'll want to go get in the pool." Growing up in Michigan, you always had a bathing suit in the car, just yeah. in case. Yep. Mm -hmm. You never know. I'm sure she does some pretty heavy partying in the Hamptons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who's the rapper that still uses a BlackBerry? It's Eminem. If you remember back January 2022, there was an announcement that old BlackBerry phones will no longer work unless they use Android software. So the phone is pretty outdated in the tech world. Fans were quick to spot Eminem using one in a photo posted by DJ Woo Kid. And uh, one person said, does using a BlackBerry keep you from aging or what, Slim? Another said, I just Googled to see if BlackBerry still exists. Says they were discontinued. In 2018. Oh. I'm on their website right now. It looks like most of their business is cybersecurity business for uh, businesses. Mm -hmm. Also the automotive. They have a lot of automotive products. And they have a smartphone button for consumers. Hmm. All I'm right. Going there. And... So how's he using it if it doesn't? They, Android oh. technology. It's on the Android platform. Yeah. Okay. Uh... Sorry, I just uh, uncovered some old video of Travis Kelsey back in 2016. Oh, God. What was he doing? Was he raging? An interview, no. An interview wanted him to play Kill Mary Kiss. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, he killed Taylor Swift. And the he? choices were pop singers. Oh, boy. This is great. Taylor Swift was one of them. This is what he said reluctantly back then. Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, Katy Perry. Kill Mary Kiss. Damn, that's messed up. I don't want to kill any of them. Well, you uh, know, um, it's just a game. Uh, just a game. Uh, it's going to be harder kill. to find real love. So you got to play yeah. this game right What is a kill? Ariana is okay. kill, okay. unfortunately. Love you, but you're gone. And then uh, Taylor Swift would be the kiss. Katy Perry would Mary. be the... Yeah. Oh, boy. Interesting. Oh, boy. I just saw Katy, Katy Perry was at the Taylor Swift show in Sydney. I wonder if they had a fun little chat about that. Hmm. Yeah. You think he's getting in trouble for that, too? I can't believe you just wanted to kiss me. <laughs> well, you'd I didn't know you then marry, like I know you now. You'd rather marry Katy Perry than yeah. me. You were going to marry Katy Perry? I know. Seriously? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe back then, like. I'm trying to think of where we were in 2016, where Carrie. Uh, Katy Perry Katie Perry's was, career was. Was she doing I ago? Kissed a Girl? Or was no. that when she did the um, White Horse? Oh. I don't know. Uh, okay, so this... God, there's so much that happened over the weekend. Uh, first of all, it was the SAG Awards. 
30th annual Screen Actors Guild Awards. They were streamed live on Netflix Saturday night. We completely missed it. And then by the time it was over, we just realized it was on. And Kristen was like, oh, we should, we should check it out. We should tune in. And we literally flipped it on as the credits were coming up. It was early. It was it was like barely 9 o'clock and that thing was already over. Oh, wow. But uh, Oppenheimer won for best cast in a motion picture. It was uh, presented by formerly married celebrities Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis. Hmm. All people. Hmm. Uh, but probably the funniest moment of the SAG Awards on Saturday night was when Melissa McCarthy presented with Billie Eilish. Uh, Melissa was gushing over, the, over meeting Billie Eilish and had this interesting fun fact of their earlier connection. Fun fact, I also met you originally in utero because your mom was my first improv teacher. And guess who she was pregnant with? It was you. It was you. Okay. It's true. It's true. Wow. That's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Thank you. Lot. Thank you. whole bunch. Mm -hmm. Would you mind signing my dress? <laughs> no. You're, I don't want to ruin it, you know? It's oh, oh my God. Thank you for liking my choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> will you sign my face? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay. For I, th sure. I thought you were going to sure. be like, I don't want to ruin your pretty face. No, and so Billy takes a Sharpie to autograph Melissa McCarthy's <laughs> forehead. All right, so. And, and, and Melissa, of course, continues fangirling throughout this, and Billy literally covered her mouth as she signed her forehead. So when you and when you and Phineas are putting down like sick tracks and like hot hot beats and I'll tell you what Billy Eilish oh there it is on that screen over there. Isn't that funny? That is. Well I looked at the marker to be like, is it really a Sharpie? And it did it said Sharpie it said right Sharpie, on it. Right. And I was like, oh man. Uh yeah and that's not easy to get off. No <laughs> I can tell you from experience. All of the scrubbing? <laughs> yeah. But Billie Eilish is really funny. Have you ever seen her on SNL? Mm -mm. She's good. Yeah. It's like she gets right into it. Her, her, She has a sense of comedic timing. Yeah. Uh, she just knows how to execute. She did this great bit. Um, and it could be a recurring character with... Uh, Oh, who's Mayo Girl? The Hellman's Kate man. Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. So she and Kate McKinnon uh, pretended to be like these women who run a, a cat shelter, but they're definitely cat ladies. Okay. And they had actual real cats that they were using on this skit. And it was incredibly funny. And it, just the fact that they're handling live animals and they're passing them around and they're having to, like, hit these one-liners and play off each other. Mm -hmm. There was just a lot going on. And I was just thinking... She's amazing. Like, yeah. She's really, really funny. Good. For anybody who didn't know about Billy Eilish. But speaking of SNL, let's bring that up again. Uh, comedian, podcaster, and formerly fired SNL writer Shane Gillis hosted SNL over the weekend. Okay. Now, there were a lot of reports in the trades that were saying that he bombed during his monologue. And when we went back and listened to it, he actually got some pretty big laughs throughout his entire seven minutes on stage. Here's just a part. I probably shouldn't be up here, honestly. I should be home. I should be a high school football coach. That's what I should be. Like, God molded me perfectly to be a high school football coach slash ninth grade sex education teacher. I actually, I come from a long line of coaches in my family. My, my father is actually a volunteer assistant girls high school basketball coach. <laughs> He's actually here right now. You get him on there? Yeah. 
There's my dad, the volunteer assistant girls high school basketball coach. I thought it was funny. All right. You don't think that's funny to bring my dad here to make fun of him for being a girls high school basketball coach? All right. <laughs> I thought it was great. Never mind. Thought that was going to be a big hit here. Uh, yeah, so with that joke, Page Six made a headline out of him saying, I thought I'd get a bigger laugh, which is not even what he said. His joke was, I thought that was going to get a bigger laugh mm. as he was being self-deprecating for comedic purposes. But uh, most people thought he was he was edgy, um, used politically incorrect terms for 2024, mm. uh, but he did get laughs. Uh, and most comics would love to get that many in seven minutes. So you can see all of his monologue. You know how they post it. Yeah. Watch the whole thing if you're a fan. Yep. Yep. This is kind of a fun story. It's another Taylor Swift story, sort of. Uh, when she was playing in Sydney on Friday, Blink-182 was playing an arena show just a few minutes away, and Mark Hoppus decided to have a little fun. Earlier in the day, he went over and recorded himself telling Swifties that they should be going to see Blink instead. <laughs> But it does seem like Mark and his wife caught one of her shows while they were in town because they got a picture with Taylor. His bandmate Tom DeLong went to a Taylor show too and met actress Rebel Wilson. Katy Perry and Rita Ora were there too. Rita brought her boyfriend. Um, and Taylor's dad was there. He was handing out sandwiches and fruit. Mm. Aww. That was I nice. Know. Isn't that sweet? Wow. Uh, you remember the cinematic classic Dodgeball, Jen? Well, how can you forget Dodgeball? You liked that movie, didn't you? Yeah, I did. It's dumb. Yeah, so in that movie, Patches O'Houlihan said, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Hmm? And I would hate to disagree with an American Dodgeball Association of America champion, but science says he is wrong. Really? Uh, it actually might be harder to dodge a ball than a wrench. Why is that? It's all about the density of the object. A wrench is going to cut through the air in a straight line, okay. making it easy to predict where it's going to land and thus easier to not be there. Yeah. Uh, but a ball has low mass and high surface area, meaning that the air has much more of an effect on it. And spin will add to that. And there's always going to be some spin on a ball, whether the thrower intends it or not. So it's much more likely that a ball will curve in some direction before it gets to you, making it harder to dodge. Okay. So in conclusion, <laughs> learning to dodge a wrench might not properly prepare you to dodge a ball. Of course, patches did guide average Joes to victory, so who am I to argue with? I'm just, I'm just saying if you're looking for accuracy, factual accuracy. Yeah. From dodgeball, there it is. When you guys got hit with the dodgeball in the head, were you out or were you back in? Because no, yeah, that was a violation. So you got so to stay. yeah, our you school, guys. like in Covington, we didn't play that way. We played like if you got hit in the face, you were still out. But I guess <laughs> it's. But my kid was telling to me add insult to injury. She right. said that like she's like, oh, I got hit in the head, so I got I got to go back in. I was like, what? Sweet. I didn't know that was like a rule. Look at me. Uh, yeah, but it is. I guess that was it. Yeah. 
I tried not to get hit in the head. Yeah. yeah. They're well, still playing dodgeball, though, which I found great. Well, in yeah. baseball, I mean, in baseball, you get a ball if you're hit, right? Yeah, I guess. If you're on the mound and you get God. hit. Like that guy that got, how many times did that guy get hit eight. that we played? Right. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. Like, that's right. Seven out of eight at-bats. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. Those, gym, those gym Sucks. class games are amazing. They the are. Sharks and minnows, spiders and flies. Gym teacher stands in the middle of the room with a wiffle ball tied to a jump rope. You spin it, and you got to jump over it as it comes around. That's a good one for breaking your knees. Red Rover, Red Rover. Yeah, that's another injury-prone game. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if they play that one anymore. They probably don't. They play, they, there's like a new game. They were like, we play, it's like Zaza Zuzea or something. I'm like, what? Yeah. And it's got all these rules and stuff, and it's like, you have to do this, and then we ask you to come over, and then blah, blah. So it's probably similar to Red Rover, but not less, the exact same. Less violent? Probably less violent, I'm yeah. telling you, square dancing is the all-out Best. It's the best. Square yeah. dancing and PE. Get me started on uh, that. Oh, you didn't like it? No, because they're trying purposely to tell you that you're supposed to be with a girl. Oh, yeah. And this is, oh, and it has no, nothing to do with gym. This has to do with social cues. No. Yeah, but Never you need square dancing. Yeah, that was the only thing that made it tolerable for me. <laughs> she got to pick her up and swing her. Yeah. <laughs> and then and do see do I went to this middle school that was... You know, it was kind of in an urban area. Like we had our, our playground. This is no joke. It was a pre-war building. So it was an old building and our playground was literally asphalt. Uh -huh. There was no grass. Uh, but it was marked for things like basketball. We could play kickball. Yeah. And it was not a big back playground area. In fact, there was only a chain link fence that was bordering the street. And so it was easy. Like if you were playing kickball for Aaron Malloy, he was kind of a big guy to just every single time consistently hit it yeah. beyond the, the gates of the school. And it was always funny because there would inevitably be a car that would be coming down the street yeah. and that thing would just like bounce off of a windshield. And yeah. one time, I don't know how we did it, but, you know, they're not, you wouldn't think that they could cause a crack in a window because it's, it was those like red rubber right. balls. Yeah. They, he cracked a window? Yes. It might have already had a little crack in it. That's Dang. possible. Yeah. I hope yeah. he's playing sports. Anyway, good time. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.